Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. You can call me irrelevant. We've heard the stories and the criticism about how Brock Purdy is not as good as all the other QBs. All he's done since he's been here is play at an elite level, and everything starts with him. Purdy sends Kittle in motion right. Purdy out of the shotgun, drops a couple of steps, going to take a deep shot. This is his first full season as a starter. He competed his ass off today. He kept grinding. Touchdown! San Francisco! Guess who's still playing in the NFC? It's a purdy party. The kids are not Heck of a game manager. Wow. Manage the heck out of that game, boy. <laughs> he the reason we're going to have a chance to win us a ring. I love him. From the home of Super Bowl 58, it's After Hours with Amy Lawrence. Sponsored by Southern Recipe. to my running playlist with another half marathon on the horizon. That is brilliant. Irrelevant. He was Mr. Irrelevant, but he is irrelevant no longer. And don't you forget it, except he doesn't need to toot his horn, so to speak, because his Niners teammates cannot stop raving about Brock Purdy. So why is it that he is the object of so much ire and criticism? That's what we want to know. If you are a football fan or if you're not, you know Brock Purdy, you know the Niners, or you don't. You've only maybe seen them play against your team. Why is it that Brock Purdy has been the object of so much criticism? On Twitter, A-Law Radio, also on our Facebook page, After Hours with Amy Lawrence. We are indeed from Sin City and Las Vegas. 98.5 HD2 The Bet is our home for the shows this week. And throughout the day, then, we're on Radio Row at the Mandalay Bay Convention Center. If you have not seen the photos, Mandalay Bay, the profile and the color, they're iconic. And so I did share those as well as a selfie with King Tut because everyone should have a selfie with King Tut in her or his lifetime. So my Twitter has got multiple photos already from the airport uh, and the bling that's everywhere. I mean, it's gaudy bling welcoming you to the home of Super Bowl 58. And then some photos that I've taken personally. And then Jay was taking photos while we were doing interviews, our first four on Radio Row. Oh, my gosh. We're not sure what day it is, what time it is, what time zone we're in, where we are. But what we know is that the whole point of being on Radio Row is to hit the ground running, which we did. Uh, and, well, hit the ground walking for miles and miles and miles. Uh, but we want to make sure that we bring you not just guests that we wouldn't normally have during the week, but guests with unique perspectives. And, of course, 
the fact that I would rather talk about them and talk about the experience than talk about football. It's too far out to talk about the actual football game yet. So again, find me on Twitter. Also, After Hours CBS. And then Producer Jay is sharing various photos and videos as well on our Facebook page as soon as we can get them up. Have you heard of Brandon Lang? I had not until a couple days ago. I did not realize that Two for the Money, starring Al Pacino, Renee Russo, and Matthew McConaughey is a movie from 2005 based on his life and his experience. So Jay introduced me to him. I started Googling him. I started doing some research. And then, as you'll see from a photo that Jay is going to post here on our show Twitter, had a chance to sit down with him at our CBS Sports Radio desk. He lives in Vegas because he is an athlete turned handicapper. Vegas gets its first Super Bowl, and people are talking about the buzz all around the city, and yet the city hosts events all the time. So I asked Brandon, how do you feel like it compares so far? This is better only because the Grand Prix got a lot of excitement, but they shut down half the strip and people couldn't move. This is different. You know, we're used to the stadium and the congestion around the stadium. So it's allowed the locals to move around a little bit more, which is all they really care about. You knew Vegas was going to get a Super Bowl when they when they first, when they got yeah. the Raiders. But the stadium is, you know, looks like Darth Vader. It's just, and it's so centrally located where it's accessible to, to everyone. So the city's buzzing. They've been waiting for this week for a very long time. I know me personally, as we talked off air, that I purposely co-parenting my daughter. I have my daughter this week, so there's no temptation to drag me away and go zero <laughs> Dark 30, which is perfect. Everybody else can go do criminal things in Las Vegas. My mom moved here in 1982. Been there, done that. So, good luck. I'll suggest what you should go do, where you should go eat. Other than that, good luck. Oh, see, we're all about the food, for sure. My producer and I, that's what we care about is the food. Also, you're now my favorite guest, having dropped a Star Wars reference, since I'm a Star Wars nerd. Thank you. (laughs) Yes. That's exactly right. You know, I have friends that go, dude, if I come to Vegas, this is like 20 years ago, dude, if I come to Vegas... Can I have the, I want the Star Trek experience. I'm like, you want to go where no man's gone before? Well, well, if you do, I'm going to cost you a little bit, but we'll go where no man's gone before. Um, so that usually gets a few laughs. But, again, um, it's going to be great for the city because this yeah. really is a great place to hang out. It's a tough place to raise kids mm. because of the environment, Sin City. I don't think if I had my druthers, I would have moved my daughter at, seven from jacksonville florida to las vegas Mm -hmm. but be that as may she's doing great but it's still it's still tough it's an adult city right not a kid city that's probably the best way to put it okay did you ever think that there would be so many pro sports teams here with another one on the way no i I guarantee you i'm not gonna use the word guarantee you but i'm 90 percent. there's no way oakland comes here really something's gonna happen because people are not gonna support baseball here you're not gonna get people to set in the stands. In the heat. In the heat, unless you build an indoor stadium. And even then, Vegas residents are restless. <laughs> they like action. Mm-hmm. They like the slot machines. They like the blinky lights. They like the ting, 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 ting. They just they like action. To get them to sit down and have some peanuts and beer and watch a baseball game, it's I'm just slow. Not, it's slow. <laughs> Hockey, fast moving. Football, fast moving. Again, I don't know if we'll get an NBA team here. If you can't, if you can't get UNLV as the basketball product up to standards and get people jamming that place out, I just don't know. You know, the exhibition games when they come here aren't sold out. I just don't know. I just think it's football and hockey is about as good as it's going to get. 
not WNBA. They are champions. Next. <laughs> it's After Hours with Amy Lawrence here on Radio Row. Brandon Lang meeting you for the first time, having, of course, read your story. And you also are a host on Believe Network. What made you want to get into radio? Kind of Braun who started it. We did our first Radio Row eight years ago in San Francisco. Oh, that was my first Radio Row. Yep. Love and it. we kind of, he just walked, didn't know nobody, just hired him. Walked around and dropped my bio to every single person, <laughs> and we just drummed it up. We killed it, and he kind of saw where radio was going, and he said, will you do some shows for me if I, if I put this together? I'm like, whatever you need. Whatever you need. I'm fine. I'll do it. So, but we just got dropped by stadium. They're going all live programming, so we don't have a home right now. So Bron's coming in tomorrow. He's like, what are we going to do? Just let me know. Just when you figure it out, let me know. I'll go back on air. Go back to dropping go, press go, releases go. on every table. I don't think we're going to do that. <laughs> I don't, I would, you know, we've had a good run at Radio Row. But again, radio stations are, are falling. Everything's podcasts and stuff like that. So it's, it's so. Got to have a digital industry is, Yep. Yes. so different now than it was even seven years ago. Well, I'm glad you brought that up because I was going to ask about the sports betting industry, considering that whenever you got here and whenever you got into it, Vegas was it. It was fairly exclusive here in Las Vegas. What's your reaction to the way that it has grown and expanded and now people don't need to come here to be able to do it? Mm -mm. Boosted my business. Gave it another run because most of your wagering is done online anyway. Right. And so at BrandonLang.com, which is my website, and then I also have a TV show that's going to drop on Pluto Network in March called Cappers. And it's basically about how myself and my nine handicappers live our lives picking games every day because you can only celebrate success for so long when you have to pick that next game the next day. Example, I lost Friday night in the NBA with the Pacers, the Kings beat them. Saturday, I had my clients step up a little bit with South Carolina over Georgia, pretty big play for me, and, and I rate my plays to tell people how much they should bet. So if it's like a 25 dime to a 75 dime, that's a, a pretty good move. Mm -hmm. If it's 150 dime, I need you to step it up a little bit. And South Carolina over Georgia was a 150-dimer. And I think that was number three in a row that I've hit in 13 of my last 19 of hitting that play. Sunday, 40-dimer Wisconsin. And now we come Monday, 40-dimer Cavs over the Kings. Yes. <laughs> Guess what? I got to pick a game. So, so, again, having a movie made about your life, I can never win enough to sustain the demand for my picks. Perfect example. Six weeks ago, I went on an 11-day run where I had 11 college basketball plays in a row. Whoa. And nine of those were underdogs that won the whole game. Just dialed in. Going for 12 in a row, I had 50 new buyers at brandlang.com. That game lost. Those 50 guys said, he stinks. I'm done. I'm out. I'm out of here like a fat girl in dodgeball. I'm gone. See you. Gone. <laughs> done. Where were they for the 11 and 0? And so you just grind, put out the best product possible. Just, mm -hmm. just try to win a little bit more than you lose that's all it's such a godforsaken business a friend told me once because i don't gamble a lot and he said to me you're not prepared to lose yeah I, i'm a terrible loser is that accurate you have to learn how to lose you have to be okay with losing to be able to make this a pretty regular thing or even a business you're not okay with losing mm -mm. i don't do well at losing if you only bet what you can afford to lose you can't win with scared money right Okay. And money management plus discipline equals success. Now, here's the biggest key that I can give people when they come to Las Vegas. BrandonLang.com. To gamble. No. <laughs> I've told my friends this. Let's say you come to town and you're going to gamble 2000 I'm bringing two grand. 
I'm going to play blackjack, maybe roulette, bet a few games, two grand. I tell them, take the attitude that you're going to lose this two grand. It's gone. You don't care about it. You're going to lose it. Here's what happens. You gamble more freely. You don't gamble tight. You don't make tight decisions. You gamble more freely. So by gambling more freely, you make better decisions. And by making better decisions, my friends go, dude, ever since I just said you have the two grand, I don't care. I'm losing that two grand. Dude, I've won like nine of my last times coming to Vegas. It's, like, it's just the mentality. Sounds like an athlete. It you can't just, play tight. You can't play tight. And Interesting. That, you know, and that brings us to the Super Bowl that I really believe one of these quarterbacks is going to play loose and one of these quarterbacks is going to be play tight. And that's going to be the difference in the game. Interesting. So people have this debate a lot in my business. Is it skill? Is it luck? What is handicapping? Is it skill? Is it luck? Oh, my God. You need a little bit of both. You need a little bit of both. And, man, you better be you better be lucky sometimes because there's <laughs> some stuff that happens in these games that you set back. That's and say, right. I'll give you a perfect example. I'm glad you brought that up. Okay. I got the Detroit Lions plus seven and a half. I'm up 24 seven, right. so I'm up 31 and a half to seven. Hmm. Dan Campbell kicks the field goal. If Aaron Glenn gets on the headset and goes like this, Dan, Dan, Aaron, Aaron, it's Dan, it's Aaron, listen to me. <laughs> Dan, my defense has held them to 10 points with seven minutes to go in the third quarter. Dan, 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 just, just Dan, We've been through a lot together. I mean, we built this thing from the ground up, Dan. Just, Dan, Dan, please just give me 30 seconds. My defense has held them to 10 points with seven minutes to go in the third quarter. Dan, if you kick this field goal and give me a 17-point lead on my daughter's life, my grandmother's life, my wife's life, they're not going to score three touchdowns on my defense in the next 22 minutes. Dan, I, Dan, I swear, I'll quit. I'll quit, and I'll go work at Best Buy. I swear to God, Dan, I'll work at Best Buy. They got to score three long drives against my defense in the next 22 minutes. It's not going to happen. You got a better chance of seeing God come down the sideline right now with Michael Jordan, Nikhil, Coke. It's not going to happen, Dan. Just kick the field goal. Give me a 20. Just, just Dan. And that's saying our offense isn't going to score for the rest of the game. Dan, Dan. Dan, I'm going to start crying. Dan, Dan. Dan, just kick the field goal and put us in the Super Bowl, Dan. And then our picture will be up there instead of the Niners, Dan. Just kick the field goal, Dan. And we're there. We're there, Dan. Well, Dan didn't do that. Dan so now we got not. the Niners. Right. So, thanks, Dan. That's why it's uh, still always an uncertain Now, business. I said all that, yes. and I still needed Detroit to convert a fourth down and goal to mm -hmm. get me the cover. That's where the luck came in, where I shouldn't even have needed that. Hmm. But I got it, got and it. I was lucky. All right. So it's lucky, but it's also skill. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. You have to know the games. Have to know the games. What else rivals football when it comes to sports? March gambling? Madness. College basketball. Yeah. That three weeks in this town, March Madness. The first four days, the first four days of March Madness, that Thursday Ooh, through those are the best. Sunday. It's insanity. And I always tell people, if you want to bet on sports and it's on your bucket list, you have to come to Vegas for the first four rounds of the NCAA tournament Thursday through Sunday. Right. So I got to forget the Sweet 16, Elite Eight, that's different. Yeah. Those no, first four days is insane. I've been there. I've done that. Everybody's got to do it at least once in a lifetime. Okay, cool. So I bet you get asked this question a lot, but since I don't know, I'm going to ask, how much of the movie is accurate? 80%. Really? 80. Did they consult with you on it? Dan and I, when writing the script... I just went to his office in Brentwood and laid on his couch and would talk for three hours. And he just—it was therapy. He had so much tape of me that he pretty much nailed the script. Now, we didn't lead Pacino to think that I 
slept with Rene Russo because the real woman didn't look like Rene Russo. <laughs> so that did not happen. All right, so that was embellished. Um, that was embellished, and Dan put that in the script. To this day, I don't know why Dan put it in the script. My mom wasn't a crucifix-wearing blackjack dealer. My mom was a little pissed about that, so I had to deal with that nonsense. So I said, Dan, really? You just got to go there? This works better that way. I'm like, thanks, Dan. I appreciate it. I didn't play football. I was going to walk on and play basketball at UNLV. Gotcha. Um, I was averaging 35. I did not know that. I was averaging 35. I was 24 years old. No, 26. 26 years old. Best shape of my life. Averaging 35 a night in a winter league. And Keystar, the assistant coach, saw me, was guarding me in a Saturday pickup and asked me if I had my eligibility. And he said, yeah. I said, man, you, you talk smack. You're confident. You don't back down to anybody. You're rock solid. He goes, listen, you need to come walk on and play for us. He goes, you won't see a lick of playing time. That was their national championship team right, next year. Right. He goes, but I need an older guy in practice that will flat out get after these guys, and you're it. He goes, come meet Tark at his restaurant. So I go down to Tark, meet him at his restaurant, sit in his booth, chewing on the towel. I walk and I sit down. First thing he goes, Keith tells me you can play. It's a great story. He goes, Keith tells me you can play. I go, Tark, would it be here if I couldn't? He goes, I only have one question. Can you get good grades? And I go, Tark, I'm 26 and I'm white. What do you think? And he could not <laughs> stop laughing. And he looks at Keith and he goes, I like this kid. He goes, I'll tell you what. You go through our preconditioning program in September. It's one month of hell. I'll let you walk on. I said, you got it. Two weeks later, I was playing pickup down at the sporting house no. and blew my knee out. And there was no coming back from it? No coming back from it. Uh. So then what we did is we changed it to football rather than, well, we took Matthew to a playground. And I threw him out of basketball. And he shot the basketball. Can I just say, <laughs> that brother can't play dead in a Western. I mean, I heard about him all. Matt shot at one time, elbow all funky. Couldn't play dead in a Western. So I said to Jayco and the producer and Dan, I go, it can't be basketball. So we got a football out. <laughs> Threw Matt a football. Matt could throw the football. I go, okay. can't be a football quarterback. Right. Would you have picked Matthew McConaughey? I had three guys, Ben Affleck, Vince Vaughn, or Matt. Those were the three I had in mind. Interesting. And I got Matt. So who would he have been your first choice, yes. though? Yes, yes, because he, he gambles. He gambles. So he understands the intensity of it, mm -hmm. what it is to lose a game, and, and, and how you feel. And he captures that. Matt did a great job. He really did. Two for the money. 2005. Yep. Are you still 2005. getting royalties? No. Oh. <laughs> Been there, done that. You know, it's streaming. It's like streaming. It, well, right now, they every year they beat it like a drum during Super Bowl. <laughs> so all my friends, I'll get 8 million messages. Your movie's not new. I'm like, guys, it's 17 years. You guys text me. Can we let it go? It's That, that ship sailed. That's that. <laughs> okay, so last thing before you let you go, what do you do for the Super Bowl then? As a handicapper, is it just straight game? Is it all the prop bets? I mean, what, what do you do? I got prop bets that I like. I bet a little bit, but nothing crazy. Pacheco. What did you say? No 140 dimer? It's a 150. Oh, it's a I'm 150. releasing the game tomorrow at BrandonLang.com. Mm -hmm. um, it's a 150, number four in a row. And I will be at home by myself. I don't like to be bothered. I don't like to be at Super Bowl parties. <laughs> So different. Um, although my girlfriend, if, if she, she's in New York, we do the long distance thing. If I was with her, I'd go to a Super Bowl party, man up and be social. <laughs> but for the most part, I like to watch the commercials. I don't want to be bothered. I like to pause it and fast forward and, and, and go frame by frame and see the play. It's really weird. You can't do it at someone's house. Hey, stop it. Pause it. Can we run that playback? Can you I just turn that to, down? Everybody be quiet. I just can't. I want to hear the commercial. I want the commercial. This Pepsi commercial. I saw it. It's supposed to be really good. So I, that's kind of like, you know, is that my daughter? She wants to watch it nice. with me. So we'll just chill on the couch and watch it. That's fun. Yep. I love it. Well, thank you for stopping by. Yeah. BrandonLang.com. Yep. It's good to meet you and glad to have you on the show for the first time. You got it. Is he a storyteller or what? That whole bit between Aaron Glenn and Dan Campbell, he was not even looking at me. In fact, he was looking straight ahead. He got lost in his impressions. 
to the point where I wasn't even there. And I was trying so hard not to howl with laughter. No doubt he had practiced that in the mirror. He he absolutely had practiced and rehearsed that bit. And he delivered it perfectly. Also, Jay is really impressed with the fact that I asked about a 140 dime versus a 150 dime and sounded like a freaking pro. Nailed it. <laughs> All right. There is a photo of Brandon Lang. You can decide whether or not he looks like Matthew McConaughey. Uh, That's on our show Twitter, After Hours CBS, and we put up brand new photos as well on our Facebook page. After Hours with Amy Lawrence from Las Vegas, sponsored by Southern Recipe Pork Rinds. 98.5 HD2, The Bet is our local affiliate. We're pleased to be here in studio, not on Radio Row tonight, because I, to be honest, don't want to be sitting inside a humongous convention center, just me and Jay and and the cleaning crew walking around. That makes me a little bit nervous. Uh, unless, of course, they have bomb-sniffing dogs who are patrolling. That would be fun. The, the acoustics are not great in a large room where there aren't any bodies, so it's better for us to be in studio. This is our comfort zone. All right, coming up, did you hear what Brandon said about the Oakland A's and their move to Vegas? Well, maybe he heard what the Las Vegas mayor said on Tuesday. You will hear it coming up. Is there a chance that this is hanging in the balance? Are we in flux with baseball in Vegas? It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence, CBS Sports Radio. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. Again, thanks so much for hanging out with us as we bring you our first show from Las Vegas. And we're not on the Strip, actually, for these shows. We had enough of the Strip. We had to get off the Strip after all of 12 hours. No, I'm just kidding. We have barely begun to explore. Uh, But what we realized is that the station where we're doing our shows, our Vegas affiliate, Uh, That is out west. And so we had a bit of a car tour, rideshare tour, if you will, and got to see a little bit of what it looks like outside the Strip, which, as we found out, is not Las Vegas proper. 
It's Paradise, Nevada. That's the actual location of Allegiant Stadium and the Strip. And Allegiant is at the south end of the Strip with Mandalay Bay and the MGM resorts like Luxor where we're staying. So Paradise, Nevada is hosting the Super Bowl, which to me is perfect. But, of course, they're labeling it Las Vegas because it's the Las Vegas Raiders. Will we have the Las Vegas A's? That is the question. And if you heard what Brandon Lang said a few minutes ago, he's a Vegas native. He's lived here for decades. He actually doesn't think that baseball will survive here. And so he's thinking that it's not a done deal. Well, according to the Las Vegas mayor, again, the strip is not in Las Vegas, so she really doesn't have a whole lot of say, but she can make a lot of noise. Carolyn Goodman, she isn't really rolling out the red carpet for the A's. They're planning to build a $1.5 billion stadium, but she's not sure it makes any sense at all. We heard from her on Tuesday. We have a very large complex, probably about 60 acres. We probably could cobble together more land so they could possibly have 100 acres. And it's in the historic old part of town, which is where all major interstate highways come together. We have seven access points to it. It is in an opportunity zone. There are all these benefits. And so when they said no, I thought, hmm. This doesn't make sense. And so why is it happening? And then I thought, well, because they really want to stay in Oakland. They want to be on the water. They have that magnificent dream, and yet they can't get it. Would it be a good thing if the A's do, in fact, move to the Tropicana? I personally, I'm not talking about anybody else anywhere else in this community. I personally think they've got to figure out a way to stay in Oakland to make their dream come true. Now, that's the perspective of the Las Vegas mayor. Problem is the owner of the A's, the ownership group, and Major League Baseball, they want Las Vegas to host the A's. She did say she was excited about the prospect of MLB in her city, but she still doesn't think it's a match made in heaven. She thinks in a perfect world, Oakland should keep its baseball team. But this was her, this was her quote, which kind of blew me away. Should that fail? <laughs> so she profits and Las Vegas profits if the partnership between the A's and Oakland fails. Las Vegas has shown that it is a spectacular market for major league sports franchises. But do you agree, though, that baseball in Vegas might not be the best fit? I was kind of thinking about baseball in Florida, in Miami, where there are so many other options along South Beach and how hard it is to get people to commit to supporting the Marlins by shelling out money for tickets, not supporting them by watching them on TV, yada, 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 not saying I'm a Marlins fan when they have one of the game's youngest superstars, or when they win a couple World Series. No. Can you support them and buy season tickets? Can you support them by showing up at games night in, night out? Same thing with the Tampa Bay Rays. They are a franchise that continues to churn out winning seasons. 
even though they have one of the lowest, if not the lowest, payroll in baseball routinely every season. People don't support the baseball teams there even when they're winners. Would Vegas be the same thing? Now, is it any different than Oakland? How often did we see fans show up? And I know the Coliseum is a dump. I keep trying to tell producer Jay he's determined to go see it. But that may not be their home anymore. It's a dump. I understand that it's not a great experience for fans. But the thing is, there are some other old stadiums across Major League Baseball. Fenway, old. Now, they've done upgrades to it. They've expanded the concourses. They've added some restaurant options a few years ago. Well, a few years ago. Uh, They added the Green Monster and the right field bleachers, or the right field uh, pavilion, actually, above the bleachers. They also added more bathrooms and food options. But the seats are tight, and Fenway is a dinosaur. And yet, that's the charm. Same thing with Wrigley Field. Although I kind of liked my experience there. I didn't have any issues with it, but it's tucked into a neighborhood on the north side of Chicago. So old stadiums can work if they have character if there's history, if there's a draw. The Coliseum was never intended to be a baseball-only stadium. It was, for the longest time, shared between the Raiders and the A's. So it's not meant to be baseball. It doesn't have the same friendly confines, if you will. It doesn't have the same feel as a baseball-only stadium with its history and tradition, though there is a lot of tradition there with the A's. But the only time fans showed up last season was when? When they were protesting the move away from the Bay Area. When they were protesting, remember they showed up and they were chanting, sell the team, sell the team. That's when they showed up, is to protest. So I don't know whether or not Vegas and Vegas residents will be a prosperous match with the A's. Again, we're talking on the Strip. There's a lot of congestion. She, the mayor, actually wants them to be north Las Vegas. But she doesn't really have any jurisdiction over the Strip because it's technically not Las Vegas proper. So there are a lot of questions over whether or not it's going to be a good fit. But A's owner, John Fisher, he's determined, determined that he wants to be in Vegas. He's seen the success of the Vegas Golden Knights. Now, they weren't moved from somewhere else. They were an expansion team. He's seen the... I would say the draw of the Raiders, not the success yet, but the draw. And actually what we found out, just based on our walking through the malls and concourses and casinos of of Luxor and Mandalay Bay for about eight miles on Tuesday, fans of any opposing team will show up because Vegas is a destination. We'll explain more about that coming up and why Jay was so confused (laughs) on Tuesday. We finally figured it out. It was actually a big deal for one of the sports teams here in Las Vegas. We made it to Radio Row just in time for our first interview. No thanks to the NFL who had forgotten to print our credentials. Producer Jay took video right away. And he's just now posted it on our show Twitter after our CBS. You can also find all of the photos and videos on my Twitter, A-Law Radio, because I'm resharing them on our Facebook page too. It was a good first day, though I don't know if we were coming or going. I walked eight miles in heels. That will not happen again. We did not. I I didn't have a meal. Jay had a meal inside our hotel, but we have not had a meal yet. We didn't want to do food court in Las Vegas. That seemed just wrong. 
So we've already gotten a question, Producer Jay. We'll have to answer this following the update. On Twitter from Javier, when are you going to Tacos El Gordo? That and Dirt Dogs are calling our name on Wednesday. I'm going to go soon. I'm hungry. Yeah. So uh, we, we have a secret to tell you. We'll do that coming up. Marco Belletti, we miss you. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence. Connor comes in. Holes tries to go behind his back. That didn't work out. Gets it in the right corner. Behind the goal. Marcia so to Stevenson. He scores! Taylor Stevenson and the Knights have their first lead of the contest. Ninth goal for Stevenson. Set up low to high by Marcia so on the left wing side. Found the perfect opening. And Taylor Stevenson gives Vegas the lead. 2 to 1. 90 seconds into the third. Live from Las Vegas, After Hours is brought to you by Southern Recipe. The reason we are using a hockey highlight during Super Bowl week on Radio Row is because it happened in Vegas. And as I've told you, it's become my new pet peeve. What happens in Vegas does not stay in Vegas. Otherwise, it would never count anywhere else. (laughs) The Vegas Golden Knights hosting the Edmonton Oilers, who are on a 16-game win streak. Except the Knights got lucky. Haha. Uh-huh. Is it better to be lucky than good? Here, maybe it is. No, the Golden Knights are just that good. Uh, and they not only got 30 shots, 30 shots stopped, 30 saves from Chandler Stevenson, or excuse me, from Aiden Hill. But Chandler Stevenson had that go-ahead goal, and the Oilers were able to uh, run right into what is the Vegas buzzsaw, or at least it was tonight. Here's the funny part. We kept walking through the hotel slash casino slash mall slash food court. It just goes on and on and on and on. All the concourses between the Luxor and Mandalay Bay. And... Jay kept remarking about all the Oilers jerseys and couldn't figure out why there are so many Oilers jerseys. Well, that's the reason, because it's a destination city for the teams that are now housed here, the teams that call Vegas home. And that includes the Golden Knights at T-Mobile Arena, and that was the call on their radio network. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. Kind of felt good to hear some hockey. The name Jonathan Marcheseau could only be hockey. Uh, and, again, the, the Vegas Golden Knights, we know they've had a ton of success since they uh, were born here in Vegas as an expansion team. The Raiders, not so much. What would happen with the A's? Well, they'd pour a lot of money into it. Major League Baseball wants a piece of the Vegas pie, no doubt. But do you agree that maybe baseball's a little bit too slow or that – Fans who are coming here are primarily fans from other cities and other franchises. They're supporting their teams as they come to Vegas and not, I don't want to say homegrown, but not native Vegas baseball lovers. That that part to me could be similar to what we've seen with the Raiders, where sometimes their opposing their opponents have more fans than they do. Number one. Number two, is that really what the ownership John Fisher wants? Or does he not care? He just wants to be in Vegas and have access to what is a growing city, a growing market, and certainly a growing growing vacuum when it comes to sports. It just sucks everything in, right? Super Bowl, brand new stadiums, fans from other cities, 
yeah, it, it, it is. It's a vacuum. It's a destination, and it sucks you in. Look, here we are. From Las Vegas at 98.5 HD2, The Bet, our local affiliate. We're pleased to be back on Radio Row. Well, I'm back on Radio Row, back at Super Bowl week. Producer Jay, his first time. And Jay, I'll leave it to you to answer the question because it's coming about Tacos El Gordo. So we desperately want to eat this week. The problem is when you're working Radio Road during the daytime, and no joke, it's a 20-minute walk from a hotel, even though we never go outside. Also weird about Las Vegas, you very rarely see the outside. It's odd. Yeah. Because you are walking through concourses that go on for miles and miles with escalators and stairs and different arms and branches. Everything's a labyrinth. And you, exactly. And you, great word, you never see the outside. And so as we're walking back toward the Luxor Hotel, there was a window, a one concourse that had a wall of windows. It was actually more like a bridge, and it blew me away. It's light outside. I feel like we've been inside. And you walk through the casinos, and people are bombarding you. Are you staying? Are you going to be here tomorrow? Would you like to try our machines? I mean, it's rings, and it's dings, and it's pings, and it's bling. It's everything in Las Vegas, right? So we'll have to take some photos of the casinos as well. I'm not sure if that's allowed, but we'll try to... Sneak yeah, we'll, it. We'll find it. We'll find a way. We need to get outside, though. So how do we get to Dirt Dogs and Tacos El Gordo? You, my friend, are the foodie tour guide. Uh, We've got to get outside our hotel. I know. We have to. We have to get to Tacos El Gordo, too, because I'm looking at the menu right now, mm. and it, each one just looks better than the next. I'm looking at the chorizo taco, <laughs> and, like, I need five of these, like, right now. Jay ate one meal for breakfast almost 24 hours ago. Well, not quite 24 hours ago. He ate a meal for breakfast, I don't know, maybe 16 hours ago, yeah, 17 uh, hours ago. I have not eaten a meal since Monday night because I opted for a nap instead of food on Tuesday. <laughs> it was quite the travel experience to get here, as you all know. Uh, Six-hour flight on Spirit. Here's what I've recently learned about Spirit. While I do appreciate that they have cheaper fares, they charge you even for water. So thankfully, I had my own water bottle, and I filled it up in the airport before we left. But a six-hour flight, I had my own snacks in my bag. The problem is, Jay, I ate the snacks that I was supposed to have for the show. And so so Jay gave me a protein bar, and I was able to drink my own water. But that's it. Six hours with only food and water for purchase. They don't Not actually enough. give you a complimentary anything. How much do they charge for water? Just curious. Well, I didn't even ask because I didn't want to know. What? I was not going to buy a water on a plane. That's crazy. Six hours and they make you buy it? That's Any price seems inappropriate. But they but... do have cheaper fares. So yeah. I will say that. Right. They get yeah. you on. They get you where you got to go, hopefully. But I've, I've never, I've actually never taken Spirit, to be honest. Mm. Yeah, they but... have direct flights to a lot of places from Newark. Want to hear something else that freaked me out for a couple of minutes? And I thought... Okay, it's a miracle. What? So when you do self-check-in at the airport, you know, often they have a scale where you can weigh your bag. Right. And I thought, because this has been standard for years, that as long as your suitcase isn't over 50 pounds, 50 pounds. that you don't have to pay extra. Oh, no, Spirit. Now, I don't know if this has changed across the board for airlines. Spirit has lowered the acceptable weight to 40 pounds. And I'm thinking, okay, that's a really large suitcase. I, not only did I bring my stuff, 
for just walking around. Uh, but my hiking shoes, Bob's hiking shoes, because he'll be here for the weekend. We're going to go to Red Rock Canyon. I brought dresses and nice outfits for Radio Row, then different outfits mm-hmm. for work at night. We've got a party to go to on Thursday, the Mike Didka and Ron Jaworski cigar party. So there's just a lot that I had to bring with me, not to mention work equipment and stuff. And so I'm thinking, okay, I have up to 50 pounds. I put it on the scale. It's 44. So I fudge it. I don't enter into the Spirit website and say that I have something extra. And I'm thinking, shoot, maybe they'll let me sneak on the extra four pounds. Yeah, that's what I would have done. I get up to the bag drop, which is the counter. Put it on the scale, 39 and a half. What? Right. I'm telling you it was a miracle. I took out of the count. The suitcase was locked. <laughs> Do they perp, do they weigh the scale on the self checkout one might. more to get people to pay? They might actually. Isn't that wow. underhanded and devious? Yeah. That's what I thought. If it wasn't a miracle, then they have calibrated the scale out by the self check in to be heavier. That's what I'm thinking. Which means that you then end up paying a fee. I found you out, Spirit. You end up paying a fee because you think that your bag is overweight, only to take it up to the bag drop and realize that. Other scale was five pounds too heavy. That I think we just uncovered Spirit Airlines. Isn't that wrong? That's so wrong. That's, That's horrible. Wrong. Yeah, it is. Because you didn't take anything out of the bag. It's crooked and it's devious. It's terrible. No, the bag was locked. They're so going to no. charge me for water too? <laughs> They're going to charge you for water. They're going to charge you for a bag that's not too heavy. So I'm glad I didn't pay. The guy paid right. no attention Jeez. to it whatsoever. He just took the bag, put the tag on it. Actually, I put the tag on it. And that was it. It was gone. I was stunned. So either it was a miracle or spirits crooked. One or the other. Maybe a combination of the two. (laughs) But (laughs) Also, that's just my opinion and Jay's opinion. I suppose we can't actually accuse spirit of being crooked because that would be wrong. It's shady. It's It's sketchy. It is a little bit shady. All right. Coming up next hour, a conversation with NFL Network and NFL Media senior national columnist. That's quite a title, but she is worthy of it. Judy Batista sat down with us on Radio Row, and guess what? She was wearing the color of my wedding. (laughs) I told her that. It's been really cool to connect with people who I either haven't heard from on social media or haven't seen in a long time and how happy they are for me. That's really sweet. I appreciate all the congratulations. Uh, It's been eight weeks almost. It'll be eight weeks Sunday. Did then people stop congratulating you? At what point would you stop congratulating someone that got married? Well, I guess it doesn't end because then you're thinking like anniversaries where you congratulate someone every year. And then it's like, oh, 20 years, 30 years, 40 years. Then that's when it gets even more congratulations. So it really doesn't end, right? It doesn't end for me. I'm okay. Although we are really looking forward to three-month anniversary because the leftover cupcakes that my best friend made, these were the... Wait, let me see if I can remember. White chocolate raspberry coconut cupcakes with the chocolate ganache filling and the buttercream frosting. And Jay and I are starving, which is why we want some cupcakes. Title. We brought back only a handful, so we're only eating them every quarter. So as we get to the quarter... So that's like the treat... Nice. As we get to the quarter bowl, we get to Burned it. Yes. All right. So we've got videos and photos up on Twitter, After Hours CBS, on my Twitter, A-Law Radio. Our Facebook page, too, sponsored by Southern Recipe Pork Rinds. We're in Las Vegas at 98.5 HD2 The Bet. Halfway through our first show covering Super Bowl week for you. Producer Jay, I'm Amy Lawrence. It's After Hours on CBS Sports Radio.
This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 